there has to be a binding word first okay. before there can be mercy. There has to be a naming of this is death dealing. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to Scripture First, the podcast that explores how the Lutheran lectionary is working in your life. I'm your host, Mason Van Essen. In Adam's farewell episode, we're discussing Peter's natural question after Jesus tells him the definition of the church. It's to use the office of the keys to bind and loose sin. His question is, how often do I have to forgive? Sarah Stenson and Dr. Chris Krogan explain how Jesus forgives Peter's sin, and Peter immediately tries to place that forgiveness back into the law. Then, Chris and Sarah break down the parable of the unmerciful servant, ending with the statement, When you have faith in Christ, you're not looking to get even. Forgiveness just flows out from you. Let's get to this week's conversation. But first, here's Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, Not seven times, but I tell you, seventy-seven times. For this reason the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning, one who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him. And, as he could not pay, his lord ordered him to be sold, together with his wife and children and all his possessions, in payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that slave released him and forgave him the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii, and seized him by the throat. He said, Pay what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. But he refused. Then he went and threw him into prison until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So my heavenly Father will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother or sister from your heart. And now on to this week's conversation. Welcome back to Scripture First. We have a table of five here. It's Kiri, Adam, myself, and Dr. Chris Krogan and Sarah Stinson. Thanks for being here, everybody. Yeah, everybody. it's kind of fun. It's been a minute. It has Well, been. and I think it's kind of sig- significant because I don't know if many viewers know this, but so we're 
five of the original. We had Paulson as well in the beginning, but we're five mm-hmm. of the original. And this is actually Adam's last podcast. Yeah. Yes. With us. He got, He's you know, bigger and busier. better things. Yep. Yes. Busier yeah. life. First English Lutheran Church, if anyone yep. wants to go to Lenox. You're in Lenox. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Stop by and say hi. <laughs> get, get his church attendance up a couple of days. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mason, yep. you know what you should do? You should tag the first ever episode that all five of us did to this podcast so that people can go back so, and see the yeah. growth. <laughs> or the lack thereof. While they've really gotten bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Time has not been good to them. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, okay. Adam, I'll miss you. Yep. <laughs> You'll yep. always be with me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, can we please That's move the enthusiasm on? we know and love. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, it, Adam. It, yep, exactly. He's Adam's like, Carrie, fi- you are torturing me right words now. Yeah. This is your last chance to make a good impression, Adam. He's going to be the first one now to jump in and be like, so in verse 21. <laughs> right. so we're still in the book of Matthew chapter 18. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Adam. Yeah. Do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> So funny. no, it's been a good two or three years four. and four years. Four. And it's been mm-hmm. fun and um, you've had a baby since then. Have two babies. Two, two yeah. babies. Two babies. Moved a couple times. Yep. Mason had a baby. Graduated. Kiri. I have officially a had a baby at this point. Kiri's almost that having a baby. this is airing. You got your first few gray hair. You hope you've had a baby. <laughs> I hope you've had a baby by the time yeah. this is airing. You better have yes. had a baby by now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If not, right. they, they well, better have something yeah. set up. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're in uh, uh, Matthew's gospel. This comes directly <laughs> after the the um, the giving of the keys. Yeah. Right. And so Peter has some questions regarding how it is easier to administer the keys, especially in relation to members of the church. Right. Last so week we, we talked about what is the church and the office of the keys is central to it. Now yeah. he's like, okay, now that we're a, a church, how do we deal with these keys. Maybe a quick word on what the church is. I know we talked about Yeah, the church week. is where the gospel is preached and sacraments administered, but the gospel being the forgiveness of sins, resurrection of the dead, that's the office of the keys. So the office of the keys is what makes the church. It establishes it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why Peter's like, okay, we've got these keys. How do we use them? Right. You know, And how often do yeah. we have well, to does, actually forgive this, someone? How does this car drive? Which is honestly right. such a good question because of the fact that we are always in that mindset. Yep. Yep. Like we get out of it and then yes. we go right back into it. Yeah. And right. Like, like last week, we were, you know, people will want to even avoid the keys at times. Yeah. For their mm-hmm. own self-preservation. So yeah, and, and, and that's and what ma- Peter's like. He's like, how do you manage this thing? And it makes sense in Peter's own narrative in, in the book of Matthew. I mean, two weeks ago, two chapters ago in, in Matthew 16, you have Jesus saying, I'm going to be killed. I'm going to right. be raised after three days. Right. Um, and Peter tries to stop him from doing so. So he, he he's now starting to get the picture of, okay, this is what resurrection and the forgiveness of sins is. But now all of a sudden we you, we are moving on. Right. Define forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness like, of sins. How and often? How do, what, right. What's our role in that? And Right. Mm-hmm. So Peter's exact question is, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? And, and so this is a really important thing to recognize what's going on. It's, it's not going to even just be the answer to the question they're looking for. It's actually what's at the heart of the question. The heart of the question is an assessment. That is to say, um, is there a kind of number here? And when you start dealing with that, you know you're dealing with the law. So mm-hmm. Peter's trying to get the law back into play, which is Jesus was saying, mercy, mercy, mercy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peter's like, okay, how often do we have to be merciful? Mm-hmm. 
and he's and he thinks in some way that he's being very uh Broad, broad and well broad in his mercy as right. many as seven times exactly <laughs> yeah because right. he thought three was a lot actually is what he'd been taught by the rabbis and now jesus is effectively saying you're not going to stop forgiving sin the 70 times seven means you're going to forgive sin all day every day so which which depending on how you're hearing it if it's in the law it starts to seem absurd and offensive yeah and offensive because people can hear this and to this day as wait a minute, if we go around um, forgiving people all the time, where's the incentive? Like, where's the law then? Where's Are there the no incentive? consequences? Exactly. Yeah. What's it called? It's a hazard, uh, a moral hazard. I mean, yes. Yeah, they'll say well, yeah. yeah well, well, and, and there, people will say that you, you've gone off and you've become a gospel reductionist. Yeah. And they'll say, you know. Because you think actually all you have to do is that, bind and loose sin and that when you actually forgive sin, that's it. That's the final There's word. nothing left to do. Right. Right. And this is offensive to people who want to keep bringing Jesus back into the law, which is actually what Peter has done, and you're right, Mason, several times now uh, in a matter of weeks now in these lectionary texts, bring it back into the law. And it's our natural default, so we all do too, because you're going to hear this, and this is why you're going to think, 77. How many times? And, and right. so you'll hear somebody talk, oh, talk yeah. about it, and, and so let's count. Well, you start counting, you're assessing you in do. the law again. Yeah. Yeah. That's just our nature. Because it's, it's a finite number still. Because mm-hmm. I know, Sarah, you mentioned that it it it's infinite. You know, it's not yeah. like that's Endless. how it is, but... They, he still gives a number, so that's something that it's very easy to calculate. Well, easy to try to calculate, right? But what he's really saying is, it's not about the number; mm-hmm. no. it's about the function of forgiveness. And that, yeah. yeah, when I handed you the keys of uh, binding and loosing sin, you really are going to have to go out there and start using those keys, and so, don't keep it in the law. He says in verse twenty-three, "For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king." who wished to settle accounts for a slave. So now he starts to kind of go into the story about all of it. Yeah, so he answers the question not with a a direct answer in the law, (laughs) right, which is important. Mm -hmm. He's not Mm -hmm. giving an answer. He's giving a parable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, as we've talked about, parables start to do something. They start to what we call elect. But the biggest thing of what is he doing here, kingdom of heaven, Mm -hmm. right? So that's a big word. So what does he mean by kingdom of heaven? And so now we're going to quiz the... The pastor in the group now <laughs> to recite. On his way out. Yes, on his way oh, out. Good. Recite, uh, God's kingdom comes when, Adam? When we're, God wills it to come. Yep. Yeah. What does Luther say in the oh, explanation man. of small catechism? God can come whenever <laughs> his word is preached. Yeah. And so just think of that. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven, that is to say God's kingdom coming in. Mm-hmm. So be thinking of this not as actually a proclamation event, is which is the use of the office of the keys. Mm-hmm. So the kingdom of heaven functions this way. When God's word starts to come in, it will do two things. It will bind and it will loose. Mm-hmm. And this is what the parable is describing. Mm-hmm. The parable is describing this kingdom of heaven breaking in. Hmm. So it kind of starts... So it talked about this um, This king, had a lot of slaves. He began the reckoning. There was one who owed him 10,000 talents. Which is an impossibly high number for a slave to repay. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Right. And he was brought to the king. He couldn't pay. The Lord ordered him to be sold together mm-hmm. with his wife and children, all the possessions, everything, until the payments were made. 
Um, so the slave fell to his knees. So, so just a second there. Yeah. Just listen to the king. Yeah. Which is what we talked about last week is there has to be a binding word first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before there can be mercy. There has to be a naming of this is death dealing. Mm-hmm. So, so the king literally says, you're done. Mm-hmm. This is what's owed. This is what's owed. And, he and, ordered and, him. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's not like he's giving him, because a lot of people think, oh, give him grace. That is to say, <laughs> yeah. give him a discount, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is, no, the king doesn't, the kingdom of heaven is not a discount market. Mm-hmm. It's not the dollar store, right? Mm-hmm. It's, no, you pay the full amount right here, right now. Mm-hmm. What does that cause the guy to do? Breaks Uh-oh. down. Yeah. And spoiler alert. I mean, yeah. what's owed for sin? Exactly. Death. Yeah, exactly. You deserve to die, everybody right. listening to this right now. Literally yeah. all his possessions. I mean, yeah. all his possessions, all his family's possessions, that's... It's gone. You're not able to support yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you will you, die. You are. It's game, set, match, which everybody has to come to before the next verse, which is, I paused you there. Yeah. Then, then no, go. I appreciate it. Yeah. You can interrupt me whenever you want, Krogan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the slave fell on his knees before him, saying, have patience with me. And I will pay you for everything. And that, even that, that so um, the depth of that, the slave fell on his knees before mm-hmm. him saying, have patience with me. There's, it's a, in the Greek, there's kind of two words here. It's a double sense of pason, which is falling down on his knees, and then deep obeisance, reverence, throwing himself on his knees. That's that proskuneo. We've seen this word uh, in a couple of podcasts ago, I think. Um, so he has, he knows he has, uh, no chips to play here. He is literally throwing himself at the feet of this King. And he says, have patience with me. Don't retaliate with anger. Be patient. Kind of reminds you of Lord have mercy a little. A little bit, it, but he's actually saying not have I'll mercy. He's yeah, saying, I'll pay time, you, yeah. Yeah. I will okay. pay you, but don't, so don't react in anger. Give me more time is really what he's yeah. saying. Put Give me, me more parole. time, even though okay. we already established he's never going to pay that 10,000. That's never going to happen that yeah. he can How pay 10,000 talents. 10, talents? Uh, I looked into this uh, at one point. It's, it's. An impossibly high number. Like there is yeah. no way he's going to be able to pay it. He it's knows more that than a life's the king. Income. Oh yeah, for a slave especially. Like nope, that is not happening. So he's still. He's not saying have mercy. He's saying give me more time. Delay the execution. Give me a forbearance, a waiting period. Yep, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right. And out of pity for him, the Lord released him. And that pity is this. And I'm going to remember this word when we get down several verses because we're going to hear that word. Translated again, but it's a different Greek word. Here, it's that splachnizomai. So this moved with compassion, the moved the internal organs with compassion. So the Lord has deep compassion for the slave, released him, lets him go, releases him, and forgives him the debt. So this mm-hmm. is not giving him time. No. This is ending the, the need you don't to pay. Owe it, you don't owe it anymore. So, you know, he's asking for, um, give, give me, me some room in the law. What does the master do? Removes the law. Mm-hmm. Mason, did you find a number? Yeah, just some half-baked internet research here says it's about 1.4 million. Holy <laughs> I told you. Said a you slave. That's a regular human. You can't pay that. Well, back. I told you it was impossible for a slave. I told oh you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. 
So the but, king is willing to forgive that much. Like that's yeah. But okay. how how natural of a response is that? If you're caught in wrongdoing, you're just like, oh, have patience. I will make it right. Yep. And <laughs> well, some people get defensive on it. Sure, yeah. but you think that you still have it in your power to make it right, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of yeah. course, the response here is yeah. Eh, don't yeah. don't worry about it. Right. Mercy. It's forgiven. Right. Yep. But then we get. <laughs> this continues. Hypocrite. So it keeps, and another slave. So it, this story continues. So the slave who gets this giant debt forgiven and he's released, goes out, comes across another slave, a fellow slave, who owed him a hundred denarii, so much less uh, money. And he seizes the guy by the throat and says, pay what you owe. So the fellow slave, the one who owes slave number one, a hundred denarii, fell down, pleaded with them says, have patience with me and I will pay you, which literally word for word exactly should echo. It sounds familiar. This is what slave number one did, but he refused. He refused. He did not react the same way as did the king. So the guy, the guy says, uh, give me more time in the law. Yep. Mm -hmm. And what is the, what is the other first slave come back with? More law. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Which no, really. He refused. He refused. Answering refused. to Peter's, how many times must we forgive? Mm-hmm. It's not about in the law. Remember we talked about seven, 77 times? Mm-hmm. This is not about the law being maintained here, which is, which is key to this. How much is 100 denarii? Uh, the internet was not as reliable. No. Oh. It spit out a great number. <laughs> it's sorry. a, a, a 0.01% of 10,000. So 1.4 million times 0.01 percent, probably something. Oh, okay. There you so go. yeah, quite a quite a bit less. I don't care if that's true or not. You convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> he said it with conviction. Yeah. So there it is. Uh huh. So then, continuing on, um, the so when his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they're greatly distressed. Mm-hmm. They went and reported to their lord what had happened. And the Lord summoned the first slave and said, you wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Good. I want to catch that word wicked Mm -hmm. because this is demonic. Now, we've talked about this time and again over the last four years. The devil is always removing God's word of promise, Mm -hmm. God's word of mercy. Yeah. So it's not in some ways that the slave was like choosing so much as the master is identifying the word of mercy is not in your ear. It's not in your conscience. Mm-hmm. That's not the life you're living right now. Mm-hmm. This means you are under the power of the devil. You are wicked. Mm-hmm. The devil has you, not the word mercy coming out of the Lord's mouth. And that ties directly um, to verse 33. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I had mercy on you? So remember when I said, hold that splachnitzimai and pity up yeah. above? This word mercy um, can also be translated as pity, but it's a different word here. It's a leo, which you can say either pity or mercy. But mercy is helpful because of exactly what Chris was talking about. The reason that the king or the Lord is saying, shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow slave is I had mercy. In other words, shouldn't you have not had pity, but actually been unfair, released him and forgiven him his debt, just as I 
actually was not fair to you and released you of the debt. So mercy is a is a good word here, and it does um, directly relate to the you wicked slave. Mm-hmm. And this is you know this is one of the things that again this is in context of the church. Yeah. So how freely do you dispense mercy? Right. In other words, how freely do you give the sacrament? Mm-hmm. How do you uh, how do you administer the forgiveness of sin? How do you bring people into this community? You know, or do you say, well, you know, there's fencing here we need to do. There's mm-hmm. limits we can only do. What are we doing with this? This is part of it. Is are you going to make it about that we need to? Uh, follow it and go, this is the precise way in the law we need to do this? Or is it that you're going to actually err on actually having been given mercy, you're now delivering mercy? Mm -hmm. And it continues on. And in anger, his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So my heavenly father will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother or your sister from your heart. Wow, that sounds Sheesh. very heavy. <laughs> yeah, but but the reason you and guys it all go like the Sheesh, law, exactly, because you, you hear it, it in the law, law. exactly. Yes, you, you heard it as you heard it as a prescription that comes in he and will says, "Do to every." You heard of the you. if, yes, and then you went then, and you went. This is a conditional statement. Uh oh, because now you're going to start thinking. Oh my gosh, I have to go out there and start forgiving, forgiving. Seventy-seven That's times actually seven? not forgiveness in that moment. That's in the law. This is actually you trying to benefit, trying to follow the law. That's not mercy. That's the wicked That's being selfishness. pulled out here, yeah. out here, the mercy. It's still nice to give a loan, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but this is the key is, is what, G, what, what, what is happening here. Jesus is depicting not giving you a, an equation of how to. Mm-hmm. And the depiction is when you're not grabbed by mercy, you won't give mercy. Mm-hmm. When but you've been when you are grabbed, grabbed by mercy, yes. your Father in heaven is... Merciful. In other mm-hmm. words, when you have faith in Christ, then you don't hold on to grudges, anger, hurt. You're not looking for the pound of flesh. You're not, you know, screaming to the world, I'm a victim, look me, whatever it is. You actually go around delivering Christ's promise, the same promise that freed you. Mm-hmm. You get to go out without counting, without worrying about it, without looking for a reward for doing it. It just flows out of you. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness of sin and also, by the way, that also goes with the you name sin and you forgive it in the name, or excuse me, name sin and forgive it in the name of Christ yep. over and over and over, without counting, without calculation. So when you are freed from sin, death, and the devil, you no longer have to worry about, am I going to make it? And you don't have to worry about, am I getting enough credit? Uh Am I going to be punished by God? Are people going to know how merciful I am? Or are they going to look at me and see how whatever good at the law I am in whatever form it is? Mercy is going to flow out of your mouth. And on that note, we've reached the end of this week's episode, my friends. Thank you to Sarah Stinson and Dr. Chris Krogan for teaching us that Peter's question of how many times we need to forgive is the same question we all naturally have. We always try to place the limits of the law on to mercy. But as you heard in the parable, the very nature of mercy and forgiveness is you're no longer looking to get even. When you have faith in Christ, forgiveness flows out of you. 
It's unlimited because Christ's mercy has been unlimited onto you. We want to say a big thank you to Adam for his contributions to this podcast as a co-founding member. His theological insights, quick humor, and genuine questions helped many pastors and lay people hear God's word for them. We'll miss him. Are you looking to deepen your understanding of the Christian faith or of a particular tenet of Lutheranism? Luther House of Study has a suite of free interactive courses available. Visit lutherhouseofstudy.org to see their available courses, create an account to track your progress, and dive deeper into your learning. Thanks again for joining us this week. Remember, forgiveness is outside the law. We'll see you next time on Scripture First.